Welcome to another episode of Pod Between Worlds. I'm your host, Steve, alongside host Ollie. And today, uh, not much news going on in the uh, Star Wars galaxy. So we're going to be talking about uh, some Mandalorian stuff. And then we're going to go back and forth on what we think is the best lightsaber duel in Star Wars. Coming in hot. Right, Steven, what do we have? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't have anything. All right. Good episode. Episode 11. Yeah, sweet. Done. Later, Pot. Done. Check, check, that, check that box off. Uh, all right. So, um, actually, I'll just make a quick note. We, you know, on Holonet Live, we've been, uh, I've been saying oh, yeah. that we were going to be on the Ebon Hawk uh, podcast this week. Actually, one of them got sick. Uh, so we actually delayed the show to, uh, we're not going to hop on their show for another week. Uh, so we're doing our own episode. We were going to do our own episode as it was anyways, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's why we're doing our own, uh, this week and you won't see us on their podcast probably for another couple weeks. So, um, yeah. So anyways, uh, there wasn't a ton of news this week. We, uh, when we recorded our podcast earlier this week. Uh, we already discussed all the solo stuff, but uh, Ron Howard actually, the day after we recorded, Ron Howard actually came out on an interview and said there was no plans for a s- sequel to Solo Star Wars Story. Um, Ollie, I'm sure you're just going to, you know, it it confirms what we've been talking about pretty much is that it's co- like Solo most likely is coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, it's, it's a, uh, we're looking at... Just more confirmation that they're not working on a movie is all. Um, has right. nothing to do with the other stuff that they could be working on. Lando, Maul, uh, Solo, Kira, whatever combination of those things I think are very much in the in um, progress. And I think that's where we're going to get the continuation of the Solo canon story um, yep. from the end of the movie. But yeah, this is kind of, um, it's confirmation, but like it's another thing. We fully expected it, you know. Is that Bigsby in the background? Yeah, I'm trying to mute my mic. Sorry, someone, Christy just <laughs> no, got home. Fine. But uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, it's not. It, this isn't like surprising or even disappointing. We kind of know that it, we're not getting like a sequel movie, and, and I'm actually happy with it. I'd rather have the TV shows as long as we get something. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, I, I think the TV shows are actually a better place for it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's it showcases more. I mean, The Mandalorian just getting those Emmy nominations and just like what they've done. Uh, mm-hmm. in just the Star Wars universe in general. It just shows that the, you don't need a movie to explain the story and it fills in the gaps more. You have more content right? Uh, canon-wise. So it's it just makes sense if, they, if they're if they going to Disney Plus, they're pushing all that. I think it's unfortunate from a standpoint of Solo in the movie theaters should have done better. Right. But that was based on, you know, friggin' more Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, all the blowback from that. Um, and I don't know if it, yeah, it was just timing. I think people are just like, you know, what, screw the Star Wars franchise after, after Last Jedi. There's yeah. a lot of that. So, and I think the main characters they would follow possibly, like, this hasn't been talked about, but I almost feel like it should be like a Han and Lando series and Akira and Darth Maul series. Not that Han and Lando need to be together, but a show that follows both of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
But I think that kind of storyline and where we are in the canon timeline there, I think that actually works really well for a TV show because yeah. Hans always seemed like one of those people that goes on adventures, right? So right. you could do like three story adventure arcs, like three episode adventure arcs, or you can just do like a simple thing in an episode. You know what I mean? And the you same thing with Kira and um, and Maul. He's really going to be spreading his influence uh, with Crimson Dawn at that point. You know what I mean? So have him going up against different syndicates and stuff like that and... So it has a logical end to Maul. Something happens where he ends up on Malachor, so you can make that a season finale or like a series finale. You know, yeah. You you have a lot. So I think of it's yeah. You you have a lot of room to. I guess I don't want to say filler, but you do have a lot of room to make it like, like uh, it's it just yeah, like you're saying, just a series where it doesn't it, need to be contained, which is good right. for a TV show. Whereas a movie, you need to. It needs to all be wrapped up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think. I think these storylines could go on for as long as they want, really. So, I no, I think yeah. it works well for TV. Yeah. So, um, I guess we're in agreement on that. So we'll just uh, we'll move along. Uh, another news piece that came out this week uh, that I mentioned on the Hollow Knight yesterday uh, was that the Mandalorian original novel that was supposed to be coming yeah. out this fall that got delayed to fall twenty twenty one. It's a bummer. Yeah, huge bummer. Um, I, I think it's just uh, it's due to the High Republic. I mean, the High Republic got delayed to January, so we're not going to be seeing any novels until then. So, just from a publishing standpoint, it just makes sense that they they had to push the Mandalorian out. From yeah, a it's seeming more and more. Yeah, it's seeming more and more like a lot of this stuff is publishing and business and production problems yeah. due to coronavirus more than it is because like. You know, like everybody else, like uh, this, you would think uh, if anyone was, uh, if, 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 if there were a job that was catered to like this kind of like shutdown, like writing and stuff like that would be the best, like especially solo writing, like if you're writing a novel by yourself, you'd think this would be the best time. So I really don't think that like the Mandalorian book is like behind in story. You know what I mean? Like it's probably yeah. done. Um, and I think the same thing probably about the High Republic, although... The High Republic a little more has more collaboration, you know what I mean, that we know of. So maybe that's tougher. But even then, like you're home writing, you get on a Zoom call. I, th I think this is much more, I think all these delays are much more like production, um, publication. You know what I mean? Like b the, the big companies that are involved in getting these things out there. I think that's much more the problem. So, yeah, yeah so th that is a bummer because that's the one we talked about a little bit. That's not a, just a rehash of season one. That's like a totally new story. New story. Um, that's based around that timeline and probably the man that like, obviously the Mandalorian must be in it or some version of it, but that's kind of exciting because just because it, it's not a rehash where we're getting slightly more details, which is cool, but I'm never super excited for those. I just get excited when they come out to see what little details I can find. Like this one was a whole new story. Yeah. Like the movie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. so this is a bummer because obviously yeah. we're really into the, the Mandalorian and this would have just given us all new content. Um, to go along with season two, so it would have been, it would have been right in the height, the the height of um, us, you know, detailing Mandalorian stuff, which is no, yeah, you know, would have been perfect. I did not see if the art of the Mandalorian was getting delayed. From what I know, it's still coming out on September. Let's see, September twenty nine. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't know how publication and stuff works. It'd be interesting if there's like a weird cutoff date that like anything due out in September was already in process, so it's ready to go. And anything past that, you know what I mean? Like something like that. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like it's still, yeah, it's, it looks like it's still, um, it's still getting processed or whatever. Yeah, I guess. It, I, mean, I guess we'll it. see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a it's a bummer. I mean, that that'll be a cool book. Um, it's kind of in the same vein as like Star Wars Rebels, mm -hmm. the art of Star Wars Rebels. So that's that's really cool. But um, yeah, the novel itself that that's kind of a bummer. That I mean, we still have like Thrawn coming out. We still have um, there was another novel, Poe Dameron is yeah. coming out this month. Uh, we we just got the Doctor Afra audio drama, which is which is cool. I don't know if you've started listening. To I that haven't done it yet. Yeah, I'm trying to finish up Aftermath again. Yeah, so it's there's still content that's going to be coming out, and then obviously we're going to have Mando season two coming out, and we're probably yep. going to know more about if we're getting a Rebel sequel, if we're getting all this other stuff. So yeah, it's it's not that they're not busy. It's just fuck you, coronavirus. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, it's yeah, but um, anyways, that that was pretty much all for the the news uh, for the second half of the week. So uh, we're gonna move on into our uh, I guess our discussion piece, and we're gonna debate what's the best lightsaber duel in Star Wars, and I I don't know where you want to start from this. If we should go from movie to movie, if we should talk about trilogies. Um, uh, they rank, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, I, I like, I think we were talking about a little bit pre show. I think we were in agreement that, like, a, a lot of people who say, like, the Empire Strikes Back one between Luke and Vader, um, or any of the really any of the original trilogy ones, um, yep. the, the Return of the Jedi one, actually, now that I think about it, was, was much more uh, decently choreographed, in my opinion, but. I think so, it, they were nostalgic, and there was a lot of story behind it. Like they meant a lot those fights. Um, but going back and watch them, watching them like in the last year, like when I've seen them, they don't hold up. I mean, they're like terrible. <laughs> they just, in my opinion, like just oh, like they no. just don't look. They just don't look good anymore. And it's not like again, it's it's just a thing. Like nowadays there's just like people that are fully trained to do this stuff and like that's what movies bring in you know what i mean like then it was like the actors doing it um and i think it works for the movie but like none of the original trilogy ones when when in my head i think of like just an epic lightsaber i guess i take that question as like what was like the wildest talent like crazy fight right um so for me, honestly, it'll always go back, and this is a nostalgia one too, but it'll always go back to, uh, and I guess it's technically not a duel because there were three people, but um, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and, and Maul. I just thought that was the coolest. Like The, the first time we saw a double blade lightsaber. Um, music. Yeah, the music, the scenery, like what they fought through. Uh, the two-on-one, it meant so much, you know, like, I, yeah, I, I just thought that was so cool. I could watch that over and over again. Um, and as like a, like, I, I, that would be my favorite. I mean, I think the Anakin Obi-Wan one is cool, especially with yeah. some of the stuff that they tried Music, to put in yeah. there where they know each other so well. So it was just no breaking each other's guard. You know what I mean? Music as well. Yeah. Scenery too. Another one, like an honorable mention for me, I actually really, really like the um, Kylo Ray fight in the Rise of Skywalker because 
they both are like evenly matched and like Kylo's fighting style, while not like the acrobatic style that we saw with Maul and like some of the Jedi in the prequels that are like jumping around. He's the first yeah. one ever to look like he's swinging like a goddamn Warhammer. Like he hits Ray's lightsaber and it like bounces off. You know what I mean? He's just like, he, you know what I mean? He's just like a marauder. And, and I think when I watch that, it's really cool. Um, and then really the only other one, again, not almost like not a duel, but the throne room fight in, uh, in last Jedi was really cool against the, um, Praetorian guards, but there, there wasn't really, I guess, technically you, you, you may not consider that a lightsaber duel because they're not, you know what I mean? They're fighting, they're using lightsabers, but they're not fighting each other. I feel like, and I, so I don't know if that I, one counts for some people, you know what I mean? I, I don't consider that like a lightsaber duel. I think, well, yeah. Just to me, you know what I mean? It doesn't, like, when you say lightsaber duel, I immediately think, which I said, well, it wasn't, I guess, me. a duel, but I immediately think the uh, Maul versus Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. Like, that, that's definitely my favorite. I think it, um, I actually just put on the, the Ray vs. Kylo Ren uh, video on, on my other screen so I can mm -hmm. watch a little bit of it because I just want to get a little bit of a rehash on it. The Force Awakens but, one wasn't as good, but that, no. one, that one was good. In my opinion, I just thought it was cooler. So, yeah. I mean, they, they definitely tried to bring out the epic. Like, you could see Kylo Ren, like, walking in through the water. Right. Splashing. Like, it, it. they definitely tried to... Oh, my God. Yeah, so... He just, just looks like he's swinging a heavy yeah. lightsaber. It just looks so powerful. He's using his... Uh, yeah. So, like, the choreograph here is just, like... It, it's just so much better. This is brutal compared. and raw. Yeah. Right, it's not acrobatic. It's just like funny. yeah, which is cool. I like I like it's just a different style. Yeah. Oh well, they just got rid of. Oh, and then you have him fighting the Knights of Ren. Although I don't think in the scene they just. I mean, let me just watch it for a second. Oh yeah, so it's the same thing though. Like I don't know that I consider that a lightsaber duel, right? Because he's not fighting against other lightsabers. Yeah, but this like so he does take him out though. <laughs> Not to not to get off track. It's just one of the things that I like. I think I started to get like that nostalgia, like gamer. Yeah, he he's fucking brutal in this. Uh, <laughs> so, I think his fighting style is really cool. It's right, right? it's it's very it's actually kind of Luke from like the Empire Strikes Back. That like, but he's a little bit more refined than Luke in Empire Strikes Back. But it's just these big swings. You know what I mean? That like. Yeah, I you know, and then when he turns into Ben Solo, it is a little quicker, but it it still yeah. is like this. Yeah, I, Kylo's fighting style, I I think is really neat. I don't know how yeah. like it holds up. Like you know, I'm no like fighting expert. I don't know if like like One. the crazy like prequel stuff would like win, but it's just his fighting style is more intimidating to me. It's just like I'm just gonna swing this thing. <laughs> like it's more, more it seems like it's more anger, and yeah. I don't want I don't want to say that from a Ben Solo's standpoint, but like he, it, there's more, and maybe it's just how they, how they did the scenes. I mean, the, even the prequels, I felt some of the lightsaber battles, I was like, so like, let's, Kit Fisto, for instance, I know we're getting off track on the lightsaber duels, but mm -hmm. Kit Fisto, he just like, 
stands there and gets fucking impaled by well so that one okay so that one is the big thing with that is that was explained in like the novel way better than it played out in the movie and basically what happens there that the movie did a terrible job of like showing is the whole point of that was basically that Palpatine used like a bunch of force powers there he like screamed which is this thing that like fucking messes up like your concentration and then right. that that whole twisting dive that you see and him yeah. killing the three of them that was supposed in the book they explain it way better they they basically explain him as like a, f a blur like they couldn't even see him so in the movie it was like super slowed down yeah like kip fist was just like Grr, and just like it looked so bad in the book the way they described it was like he was like a flash of lightning like there was this horrific scream and then it was just a red blade flying all over the place. Like, that's how they describe it. So, like, I always try to, like, ignore that, like, the, choreograph the uh, choreography of that scene. Just because, like, the three... Yeah, you're right. Kip Fisto, I, I think it was Saiz, Tin, and... Was it Eth Koth or was it Aaron Colin, yeah. Colossus, whatever. But they just like stand there. There's like, oh, and, and it's not like they make Palpatine actually move fast. I also yeah. heard there was something like... I don't know if this is true. I think it was in behind the scenes that like the the stunt guy was like sick that day, so Ian McDermott had to do that, and he was it was supposed to be a stunt guy, and they like there was something about rushing through. I, there was some I, I I could be total bullshit, but like I remember hearing something that like there was a weird thing where the stunt guy for Palpatine uh, was supposed to was supposed to be there that day, and for some reason Ian McDermott had to do it or whatever, and it just wasn't obviously turned out like it was in slow motion uh let's see i'll, I'll do but it. yeah in the book it basically makes it sound like palpatine literally ignites his lightsaber he does this scream that f's up like everyone in the room like it's super hard to concentrate and see and then he basically kills all three of them in like like a millisecond and then he's fighting like mace is the only one to be able to like focus through it yeah oh that yep so it does say uh, the guy was see. sick or something or got fired. I don't I don't know the reasoning, but he actually so what's interesting is that he actually yeah, Ian McDermott, he didn't he didn't like these scenes. It says it right here. Yeah, he didn't like the high speed sword fighting. It didn't appeal to him. Yeah. Um he's very much a Shakespearean actor, which I actually never knew that aspect. Uh he had only five days to learn the choreography. His stunt double would not uh that his stunt double would not perform. Interesting. So why would he? So anyways, that's just one of the other excuses I think I've heard that why that scene looks so clunky. Yeah, it, it's... Especially after seeing all the Jedi in the prequel, like in the on the Battle of Genosis and all the other lightsaber fights where they're blocking lasers and fighting Grievous for a little bit, and then you see him just kind of like twirl jump and take 10 seconds to swing his lightsaber and they all just like lift their lightsabers up and get smashed and you're like what happened there yeah it's uh yeah i i agree i mean the the attack of the clones like shit on it all you want the lightsaber duels at least or like you know the fight with count dooku and right. with yeah, yoda yeah. and it's like those felt more like it felt real it felt like it was like that's what you would do if you had a fucking lightsaber in your hands and you're going to go after yeah. Count Dooku. That's how you fight. You, the, you're gonna... Definitely the the, Palpatine, the the only fight to me that stands out like as like what happened 
in the prequels is that is Palpatine in that room. Even him fighting Mace wasn't good. No. But almost every other fight looked good. Like Dooku, yeah. Dooku's actor was way older than McDermott at that point, and he looked real good fighting Yoda. And then the Palpatine Yoda thing, I think, is almost all digital. So that's like slightly different. You know what I mean? But like all the other fights look way more competent, if you will. They look like they're suppo- you're supposed to be wowed by it. You're like, how is this happening? <coughs> but that, <coughs> that whole throne room fight <coughs> with Palpatine, even when he's fighting Windu, it it's yeah. all of it's like it just doesn't match up with the other. It feels very original trilogy, right? It doesn't. It, it's it doesn't <laughs> which is a bummer because that was the like the most important. The <laughs> one one thing. Yeah, it's supposed to show like that's like the turning point of like that's basically when Anakin falls to the dark side and you have like the the final key and you're supposed to show like you'd think they would show like that more of that struggle that like if Mace doesn't win. They're fucked. Right, like, and you've been pitched the whole time that, that Mace out. is like the best <sighs> fighter and yeah. and Palpatine's this unstoppable power. And then you get that fight and you're like, mm, Mace that is was kind of weird. Yeah. Like it made it like yeah, no, so he, a better fighter than him. Like well, it's right, just like, but that's cartoons are different. Yeah. I know. Well, it's just this, <clears throat> I agree. the style that Mace has, it, it's just it was just like, really? That's it? Even in Clone Wars, he uh, the Attack of the Clones, not Clone Wars, uh, Attack of the Clones, you didn't see much from him. Like, you only saw the initial scene, and then he jumps down, and then it's kind of like you, you just see him, like, right. a little bit. Like, he had the fight with... Um, it was more of the, the canon Jingle. stuff, and, like, yeah, he yeah. was supposed to be this unbelievable... Right, but you don't... Yeah, you don't see it much. So, I guess, after all this debate... So, you would say Duel of the Fates? For me, yeah, your, my favorite. Favorite, yep. okay. All right. How about your top three? Let's 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 make it a top three, and every, anything goes. Any lightsaber battle? We should have said lightsaber battle, not just duel. Maybe yeah. maybe battle sounds fair because there are scenes where it's not just a duel. But so then I'm gonna go. Uh... In the movie, trying to think. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it definitely uh, Phantom Menace battle with Maul Qui Gon and Obi Wan's my number one. That's easy. Uh, I would say my number two. I think my number two is the the Kylo Ray fight in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, okay. I just think it's 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 different and it's neat. My number three would be tough, right? Like I feel like that throne room scene is so cool to watch, and I think that's a little bit of recency bias just because it's so clean and like all the CG. If there is CGI, like it just looks really good with the Praetorian guards. I love like the six on one. There's some really cool moves where they toss their lightsabers back and forth. The one where where Ray drops it and reignites it, or no, that's that's Kylo. He drops it and reignites it. Like just some really cool tricks. Um, but I'd almost do a tie. I know there's a cop out, but like a tie between that one and the Obi Wan Anakin fight, because the Obi Wan Anakin fight does have just like a lot of lore and stuff behind it that they trained. Like he trained Anakin, so they like know each other's moves every time. The high ground thing, how much it means, because it literally creates Vader. Um, the suit and like what happens in the future. So like, yeah, uh, I guess I'd go, I'd go, I'd probably go the Anakin Obi Wan fight just because of how much it means. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it is a really good fight. Um, and then maybe I, I, I guess I'd give the last Jedi one like an honorable mention. The last Jedi one is really fun to watch. Like right from the time that should, that, like the, they cut Snoke in half. 
It's a yeah. really, it's a really cool fight scene. But may, yeah, I'd put that as like fourth, as like an honorable mention, just because like to me again, it, it's almost not really a lightsaber duel, um, right? But it's a cool scene. So, yeah, so I'd go Phantom Menace, Rise of Skywalker, the Kylo uh, Ray fight, yeah, and Anakin, Obi Wan in uh, Revenge of the Sith would be my top three in that order. Okay. All right. Um... Yeah, it. Well, that's uh, that's just duels. Yeah. Uh, As a kid, I loved the Return of the Jedi one. Yeah, that, that was mean, a cool one. But again, I so, don't think it holds up against the prequel stuff. So if I were to do it, oh, this is a tough one. I mean, Return of the Jedi obviously is always going to have that place, uh, especially when that that moment where Vader is like, you know, he starts talking about Leia. Right. And turning her to the dark side. And then it does have sudden, this cool horror moment to it where he's like hiding kind of. Yeah, I I didn't. Well, not even just that. It's the motion. It's the the like, like, right. That was what that's what I feel like some of these lightsaber battles is missing is yeah. that some of them, <clears throat> especially like we're talking about the Mace Windu Falcon <clears throat> fight. Right. There's nothing there. It's just like. All right, they fight a little bit. Uh, unfortunately, the stunt double's not there for, for Palpatine, so it's kind of just like, right. And I guess you knew we knew he, he had to lose. Let's <laughs> see, is the other thing. Well, yeah, but like, still, it's just it, it's not climatic. It's there's nothing. It is climatic in the story sense, but in terms of the actual fight, it's kind of just like mm-hmm. it's a throwaway fight. Yeah. It's not really. There's nothing good there. So. If I were to go top three, I would actually switch it. Um, oh, God. I, it's very close, but I might actually say uh, Battle of the Heroes mm-hmm. is my favorite. Number one. And that's, yeah, the Anakin Obi-Wan one. Just because yep. there's so much there, mm-hmm. uh, that music is... Uh, and maybe really this is one. more recent for me because I've watched that scene so many times yep. uh, recently that I'm like... And I've listened to that song so many times that... I, I, it's just there's so much I hear you. more emotion there. Uh, Duel of the Fates would definitely be number two mm-hmm. uh, for me, and then number three. Oh God! Um, you did bring. Up, I know you're probably not going to choose this one, but you did bring up a good point. I always forget about that uh, Anakin Obi Wan Dooku Yoda fight. That's actually a really good one. Dooku's fun yeah. to watch. He's very like methodical. He fights differently than a lot of them too. <clears throat> yeah, he's. Uh, I would probably have to say, just from a nostalgia standpoint, I got to go Return of the Jedi. It, yeah. It's just too important to me. It, it like that's what like. I mean, I love Empire Strikes Back. I think Empire Strikes Back is my number one movie of the Star Wars franchise. But mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi, that throne room battle, like I would agree I with a- you on that as well. Like, I think a lot of people will pick the Empire Strikes Back fight. I think the the Return of the Jedi throne room scene is is that that fight's way better in my opinion. Yeah, the, and me as a kid, like the motion behind that scene, yep. just like is just like oh, you could you could you could feel it. You could just feel that that anger, the hatred, but you could also feel the I don't want to do this. I don't want to kill my son. I don't want. But like, right. there's more I riding mean, on it. Yeah, everything was riding on it. So it's just it's it's hard for me to say the the from a, the new trilogy with the, the sequel trilogy from uh, Kylo Ren and Rey, 
it's an amazing battle. If I was just going just based off of just like how the battles played out, I would probably that would be in the top three easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, even um, anything in, in really in the last either the last Jedi, not the last scene with Luke. I I thought that was a piss poor scene. Yeah, I mean, of, it, you know, it has like, like three swings, so I, yeah, I don't it, even think of that as like a fight, but yeah. Technically, I guess you could say it is. Yeah, you could, yep. Um, but like the throne room scene, the Kylo, Kylo uh, Ren Ray battle scene, and then you also have the Ben Solo, uh, and then there's the, you know, the Ray is fighting um, the Sith, like, guess they're is that the sith eternal or sith guards i don't know when uh, she just deflects the lasers back into the like when palpatine that first oh, part uh, she's fighting um she's fighting like the guards the red yeah. guards i don't know what they consider them at that point yeah um they're part of that sith eternal whatever they look very similar to the throne room guards though e- e- yeah they had the capes right so it yep. was like a mix between the two yeah that's what i'm looking <clears throat> Anyways, the if I were to go lightsaber battles, like just anything in general, it, so take out anytime there's a lightsaber. Let's just put it this way: anytime a lightsaber's out, any okay. battle, which is going to definitely change the top three for me. You have to put, in my opinion, you have to put Vader's uh, when Vader tries to go after the plans in Rogue One. That <laughs> fucking scene. Holy shit! You can't. You cannot tell me that's yeah. in the. Not- I mean, I don't think that's. I I get what you're saying. I I don't think yeah. that has any, Like, yeah, I don't consider when someone says a lightsaber duel. I feel like the one that's on the line for me is more like the the Kylo Ray throne room because they don't actually fight. You know what I mean? But that I'd let you get away with the. You know what I mean? Like the Vader one and Rogue One, Geonosis, where they all have lightsabers, but they're just fighting against droids. Like, I don't really consider those lightsaber duels. But yeah, I mean, I, I think they're two different questions. But that, yeah, that Vader one is badass. <laughs> all right, so let's do that one. Lightsaber battle. What would you, what would your top three be for lightsaber battle? A- anything. Anything goes. Not, not TV show, just movies. Uh, probably be similar. Same thing. Maybe, like maybe I maybe I do move up the Kylo. I flip flop the uh, the Battle of Heroes and the Kylo Ray um, throne room because like I kind of I kind of move the Kylo Ray throne room lower just because they don't fight with the lightsabers. Like they don't fight each other with the lightsabers. So I, there's like a it seems like that's not a lightsaber duel. So maybe I just flip those two. Anything. I mean, literally my favorite fight scene in the movies is. Is the um, Maul Obi Wan Qui Gon fight? So that that won't change. Like I think that's uh, that's just the height of. I mean, it was the first one that came out. We had never seen a double bladed lightsaber. We had nope. like been pitched that this guy was just like a secret badass the whole movie, and then he is a badass. You know what I mean? Like you only see him for that quick thing against Qui Gon. You're like, wow, he's pretty good. Qui Gon like just kind of bailed on it. Uh, it's the first time we had seen like a two on one fight in Star Wars. Like it, there was just so many firsts, and it was so good. You know, yeah. <clears throat> Ray Park was only like twenty. He was just right out of like college age, age at that point. He was only like twenty two, twenty three years old at that point. It was awesome, like yeah. choreography, and you got like, you know, one of them fell. Like, so you got a lot of uh, of like the Jedi stuff, and yeah, it was it was really cool. Yeah, it. One thing I will <clears throat> say that I 
feel that, uh, and this is a little bit off topic, but with the lightsabers, I know there's, you know, there is like information on like the fighting styles and how they fight and, and the techniques that they use. Um, I don't know if it's just me. Do you feel like that's lacking from the movies in some level? Like the, the actual, like, so I don't, yeah, I've never been like a martial arts person. So yeah, the, I read the, I've read the, the styles and stuff. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not a person. I don't think that I haven't studied them enough. Let me put it that way to understand really to watch someone and go, Oh, that's fighting style three. You know what I mean? Um, I think they also say that only like most of the people we're getting to see are pretty high end Jedi. Like when, when you're lightsaber battle, right. Um, so a lot of them are also combinations of them. They may like main a style, if you will, but a lot of them have multiple styles. I mean, Windu's style was like the seventh form, which was like basically created by him. You know what I mean? So it's a mix of stuff, you know, some of the, there, there are certain ones I know that like, uh, I think Maul uses one that's pretty specific or, or not pretty specific, but like the double bladed lightsaber plays a big part in it. Um, Ahsoka style, I think is, I, I'm going to get it wrong, but I think is like a Treyu or a Triu or something like that, which is very heavily like wielded two lightsabers. Like that's a big part of that one. You know what I mean? Like, and Yoda obviously is flying all over the place, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I don't think there's much in the choreography. I could be completely wrong, but I don't think there's much in the choreography of the fight scenes that the choreographer like read the stylistic, the the description of the styles and was like, all right, Kylo's going to be like a form four with slight form two influence. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that happened. Right. Yeah, it's, um, but I, I do feel like it, there is something there that they could show more in the movies. I mean, yeah. I mean, I remember reading some of them that like the the main gists I got from it are more like your style in like, there's one form that a lot of Jedi use. I think Obi-Wan's maybe one of the ones that uses it. That's very defensive. And the goal is to kind of tire out your opponent. So it fits decently against a super aggressive opponent because they're going to waste all their energy and try to beat you in the first two minutes of the fight. You know what I mean? And if you, if you are more the super defensive style, you'll never really get an opening if someone's just fighting you straight up. But if someone like goes super aggressive at you, you can kind of tire them out until they make a mistake. Like those are the kind, and and then Yoda's, which is super acrobatic. I don't, yeah. I mean, I know the basics. I don't, I don't know the, the, you know, you're talking about. So Suresu, Okay, one's way better at lights uh, at like laser blocking, like deflecting. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. Is three uh, Suresu? I think that's what Obi Wan uses, right? Yep. Yeah, that's that's uh, he's a master Suresu. Yeah. Um, Yoda's then, what six? There's one that's super. He's like super aggressive, super uh, not necessarily aggressive, like super agile, like a lot of flying moves and stuff. So Mace is seven, like you were saying. Right, but that's like his own thing. Because he, he kind of uses the dark side or some shit. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. That's Vapid, not... the pod. I don't know how they pronounce it. I'm sure, I mean, Yoda. Okay, so form four, you said Ahsoka, so that's a Taru. So not a Treyu. Okay, yeah, the band, so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. So that's like more the aggression form. Yeah. Um, 
And then form five is called Xi'an and Demso, um, which is a classic variant. Uh, let's see, it evolved from form three, not as a met as a method not only to defend oneself but also to give a fighter an opportunity to be on the offensive. So that's like combining it. I'm assuming right. probably where I think that's where Yoda falls into. And then form six is Neiman, which is way of the Rancor. Um, which is the combined may of the previous forms into one centralized fighting tech. Oh, maybe that's what, maybe that's what you're referring to form six. It's like taking all of them and making one, one form, but it's not like you're not special. Like you're not specific to you're good at all of them, but not. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's kind of like a broad base. I mean, I think like what I'm saying is I think like Dooku Yoda, like the high end fighters, may have had a specialization but they know how to fight like in other words like i remember reading i forget which one it was with dooku but dooku could like identify what you were using and he would just use the opposite he would like like if you were three he'd use whatever the weak whatever three's weakness against because he was so good at all of them you know what i mean and that would that's what made him good is he'd go oh you're using four and four i'll use three like he just like it's like a elemental battle oh you're using fire i'll just use water you know what i mean he would just switch uh, let's see. Kit actually, Kit Fisto's uh, Fisto is uh, more of a Jedi form one. Uh, Shichu, way of the Sarlacc. Yeah, I mean, the, see, yeah. like all this information. I don't. Else, I think you're right, though. I don't think. I don't think they show in the movies. I Maybe in they, the cartoons. I don't know. They show. Well, I think the comics is one one piece that they show. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying that you have like. It is there's interesting. A lot there. It's interesting. Like this is the sort of stuff that I would find more interesting because mm-hmm. I actually love like I'm big into like I like watching martial arts stuff. I like sword fighting, like yeah. specifically samurai stuff. So like it's interesting that there is this component to Jedi lightsaber. And maybe we should do an episode on this. It's just talking about how the lightsaber forms are similar to like samurai forms because samurai have very specific techniques that you could use in a sword fight like right. that and some people some I, people use techniques and then there's like oh this is the second step of the technique oh here's the third step of right. the technique yep. this is only what master could get but like they don't in the I movie agree it yeah, yeah i've never got super into it because of that specifically to be honest with you i also think it's interesting but i've never and i've i there was one point where i read them all and was like okay cool i don't remember specifically like obviously i got half the things i said wrong but like you know what i mean i have it in bits and pieces in my mind i've never got super into it and never thought it was worth remembering just strictly because i don't feel like it's used you know maybe the high republic would use it like because in a story you could especially and and maybe that's because when we think about it the majority i mean six of the nine movies basically have only four force users in total whereas the prequels had like thousands so yeah it may not be as big of a deal in the sequel trilogy and the original trilogy because there's only three people or like two people you know what i'm saying like there's not really it's not like you're fighting a bunch of different people maybe the high republic maybe when we get into the old republic they can really take advantage of it because that would be interesting like if if I'd be into it if it was like a chess match where yeah. like, you know, you knew, let's just take a prequel trilogy people, you know, yeah. you knew Plukun was the best 
Form 4. I'm just making this up, by the way. But, like, yeah. you knew he was the best Form 4 in the galaxy. However, Form 4 was really weak against someone who was really good at Form 1. So, like, you knew this going into a battle. And he was taking people out, and he beat, like, this guy and that guy. But then he got a one-on-one matchup because they both fell, and it was against one of the best Form 1 users. You know what I mean? And you're like, shit. Like, as much as you knew Plukun could take on anyone, you were like, this is a terrible matchup for him. And it would mean something. You know what I mean? And, like, you would know that as a fan. I think that would be cool. Uh, I don't think it was used. Form 4? Uh, I, uh, in the back of my, I mean, I am a Plukun fan. Like, I don't know what that means, but yeah. I, I, no, 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 he is. That's, why, that's right. why I'm like. I just, I didn't know what the weakness of Form 4 was, but that was my point. Like, yeah. Actually, there's a lot of cool Plukun stuff. They, uh. I think he was the only one that beat Yoda in like a sparring match. They thought he was actually, as much as Windu was probably the most, the best overall fighter. Um, I think they, there's some stuff that said Plukun was like the, he, if anyone was going to like have to, would beat Yoda, it would be Plukun. I wish they, they uh, dove into his character a lot more. I'm glad. I, I am very glad for the Clone Wars cartoon because they did flush him out a lot more than they could have chose a million Jedi of the random Jedi. They focused on Plukun a lot in, in the Clone Wars and not to get off track too, but one thing I would like to see too, uh, from like the, I know they flesh out some of the stories in the Clone Wars cartoon, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of opportunity there actually for more novels too. Like, I I mean, yeah, there's 10,000 Jedi uh, at that time. So you could make up one and have them on a far flung world. Yeah. Yeah. Or even taking, like, say, like a Plu Clune, like putting in a novel form. I mean, there there is a and lot. And really get to... into them, yeah. 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 Well, like I, I mean... said, it'd be interesting because some of the some of the Jedi species have random, like from legends and then canon. They never really got into it. Plu Clune, in some things, is like 194 years old. In right. I think the Phantom Menace, maybe they base that off of Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith, but. Um, so he technically, again, I've said this before, technically, depending on, we don't know any of this stuff. Like, look, we just found out that Baby Yoda's 60 and is still a baby. So who knows how species work? They've never got into the Keldor in this in canon like this. So they could make up a bunch of different shit. But technically, if he is 194 or thereabouts during the prequel trilogy and the High Republic starts 200 years ago, but as we go, it gets 15, 20, 30 years later, I mean, it, it would not be unreasonable to see a young Plukun. You could easily do that. And Plukun's not the only one. He's my favorite, but I'm saying there's a million Jedi that on the council that really don't have specific stats for how long they live. You know what I mean? Right. We just yeah. don't we just don't know. So um they could easily be alive. Obviously we know Yoda's alive. We know Yaddle's alive. There are a few like yeah. obvious ones, but um but there are those fringe ones that really don't have the information. And even I would argue even Pl- Plukun has a leg up on some of the ones that we have no information on because in Legends and the other one, he was like 194. So like we technically someone did at one point make up that they live longer. You know what I mean? Because Legends wasn't not canon at that point. I mean, no, was... at the, at the, at that point it was like, no, it, like I don't think there's conflicting data on Plo Koon. Right. It's more that in Legends, someone wrote somewhere in some game that he was 194 and canon just never confirmed it. Like there's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? There's like a lot of that information that's not confirmed or denied. It's not conflicting. It's just, we only got it in legends. So we j- like kind of Plagueis, right? Plague, Plagueis yeah. kind of fits that. He's yeah. never been really nothing that happens in that novel. I think there's a few little things, but really nothing major that happens in the Plagueis novel has ever been contradicted. It just hasn't been confirmed. So it's just kind of floating there. Right. 
Yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, like Plocoon is a great, that's a great example. I mean, what... I just take more uh, Keldor. I love that species. I think it's so, I think it's such a neat... They had yeah. their own, like, um, force sect, too. The Baron, Baron Doe. Yep. Baron So Sage, Baron Doe Sages, right? So, like, I'd love that stuff. I hope the High Republic gets into that stuff. Gets into yeah. some, like, like the Dathomirian witches, the Baron Doe Sages. The, yeah. uh, See, Dathomir, I'm very, that, that's one part I'm like, I, we need more answers on that stuff. Did like, you know that the Endor, uh, Battle for Endor, the witch in that is, uh, is a Dathomirian witch? No, I, nope. Yeah, I she's like that. an exiled or like crashed Dathomirian witch, the one that turns into a raven. She's, yeah, she's a, um, really? yeah. Yeah, I did not know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But That's cool, right? Like little things. Yes. I, I think that, I think that kind of stuff, that book, Legends of Luke Skywalker, was that the one where it followed like yeah. different people's stories of like meeting Luke? That one had oh, a bunch yeah. of different four sects. That actually, in The Last Jedi, that big spear he spears the fish with is from one of the chapters in that where he like went to a world and they were very um they were even more like what the jedi are supposed to do when that when they say like the jedi don't use the force they let it flow through them and let it control him this this sect of force people i forget what i forget what they give they must give it a name um they call it the tide because they're on basically a water world and uh they very much don't use the force like they they can channel it but they do not like it's to them. There's no light side and dark side. If you choose to do some, if you choose to use the force, like if you were falling and chose to slow your fall, like consciously, you would be bad. Like you're just supposed to let the force do its thing. Really? Yeah. Huh. Which is kind of what the Jedi say they do, which is not what they do. But no, no, definitely not. So. You know. So they think. So when Luke goes there they're almost kind of like yeah that's you you're you're kind of not dark side to us but you are not like pure to us either because you use it you think you use it for good but that's an opinion you know what i mean right so there's but there's a lot out there so i I think that's cool if they got into some of that stuff but i'm rambling no it's fine (laughs) quick question is the jedi path book is that considered canon i don't know what that one is it's that's what like so I was just looking up the lightsaber combat forms, just a little mm-hmm. more stuff. But that's what it's referencing. But it came way before the Disney. Disney yeah, so uh, I think that's another one of those that's like widely accepted as true, but it's not canon. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone has updated it and changed it, but it's not in the canon thing. Right. They've done that a lot. They've left stuff that there's nothing wrong with it as like legend or whatever they call it now. Yeah, they call it legend now. Um, so that people can base stuff and it's still pretty accurate. But also if they wanted to change something down the line because it didn't fit, they could. You know what I mean? It kind of just leaves right. them an open door to be like, yeah, those are the forms. Cool. Are they canon? No. But like you can believe that and we're going to base it off it until something comes up that we're like, fuck, that doesn't work. We're going to add this. And then that becomes non-canon. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I mean, it's, it's... It's what they're doing with Plagueis. They're still leaving yeah. that open that if they want to change something, they can, but they haven't really. You know what I mean? The, the opportunity hasn't presented itself yet. Right. They just kind of sit on it and go, eh, it works, and it's kind of cool, but we're not going to touch it right now. 
Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, it it's definitely something I'd like to see. Like in the High Republic, I would love to see like more Jedi form type, like diving into that sort of stuff. I mean, it just yeah, it's been around forever, right? Other than maybe Vapid or whatever that's Form Seven with Windu. So like, yeah, I think it's a good opportunity to do that. That would be really cool. And like I'm saying, if they presented it as more of a chess match, right? Like if you right. were two evenly skilled Jedi or force users because you like exactly like the form three is going to beat the form four most of the time or whatever they decide rocks paper scissors shoe type thing you know what i mean yeah exactly and that would be super that would get uh not just me but like i feel like a lot of people would oh he's using form six. Oh shit he's gonna get killed by the form one because form one is like superior to right forms and it would open up some interesting story things where like you knew your favorite was three and you knew his arch rival was one which is a bad matchup for your guy and in the background like he lost the fight a couple times and then he wins this big fight and you learn that he trained in the first three moves of of form four to be able to set up that attack for a one-time like you know what I mean? When the guy thought he had him on the the ropes and this is where form one takes over form three and your guy's able to switch to form four for five seconds just to to confuse and win that battle. Like that stuff would be really neat. It would add a lot. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go off the beating path a little bit here, but like one of my, uh, one of the only animes I like is called Yoroni Kenshin mm-hmm. and it's based in, so it's about sword fighting, mm-hmm. uh, and samurai and stuff. It's basically, takes place in like uh meiji japan which is mid 1800s but every battle is based on sword fighting technique and this is what i this is why i find intriguing is that that anime is basically like every sword battle that they have everybody has a technique and it's like oh they use this technique because it counters this but they use this sword technique because this one's more aggressive because this one does that this and like it's all like that and it makes it so interesting. And it's actually based on like real sword fighting technique too. Right. Because actually it's like a, it takes nonfiction stuff. It's blends historical it. stuff and blends yeah. it in. But like, that's what I would love to see with this is that if they dive into this more, it, yeah. it just in some form. Really, it's really the cool. it's it's exactly what we do in video games, right? With exactly. with with elements, this is just a, yeah. a slightly different twist on it. Is that we know that you know Earth is good against wind, wind is good yeah. against fire, fire is good against water, or whatever combination they choose in the in the given game, right? Um, it's the same kind of thing. But I think what's neater about it, like you're saying, is that I think there's just a lot of story opportunity. Whereas if you have these rivalries, right? Um, yeah there could be this chess match of like your guy is like I was saying, like your favorite Jedi, she's form three and she's fighting her arch rival. Who's always form one and has always beat her. And she starts the fight with form four and completely confuses the fuck out of the form. You know what I mean? Cause you're like, wait a minute. Like this is a totally yeah. different fighting style and like, it's a chess match. And I think that's yeah. cool. You know, yeah. elements yeah. are a little different as, most of the time you can't just, you know, a lot of the games, it's not like you just switch it up. Like you are wind. So you're fucked if you fight earth, you know what I mean? But yeah. I mean, they, they do have the Jedi Academy. Don't get me wrong. But like the, the great video game idea right there, you could get people to play and you pick, like you go through the ranks, you build up your, there's a skill your, tree in form three, you know, yeah. 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 Your techniques. And then all of a sudden you, you fight each other and it's like, Oh fuck, I'm facing a form seven and, 
fucking their, right. you know, whatever. I'm screwed. I'm fucked. And it's like shit. And, but like, in a like a multiplayer format too, like even thinking about yep. that, like yep. how it kind of like destiny in a sense, like if you're going against a specific gun, you know, oh, well, we're fucked. Like I can't right. go out in the middle. Like, I, can't I can't fight him at medium range. I got to get, I got to get close range to have, to a, have a chance. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's maybe in the know. new Fallen Order because their skill tree was neat, but imagine if it did split a little more, where like you had to choose. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna quote like to almost like to do like a college thing. I'm gonna major in form three and my minors form six. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like that means I really don't have many skills in form four till I'm absolute max level. So if I fight a form four or you know whatever, again I don't know the I don't know the chess match in the forms, but I'm sure it does say stuff like this forms better against this form. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh so yeah. There's bad and matchups they, and good matchups. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it would be, it would actually add more depth to like the scenes, like where like Obi-Wan's teaching Luke or like, yep. uh, Kanan's teaching Ezra or like, then it's like particular, you're like, what are they, what form are they teaching? And what then you they, can really appreciate Dooku and really yes. appreciate, windu or whoever masters all the forms so that that actually feels like a raid boss you're like jesus like you don't even get to pick a matchup you, you know what i mean he'll just switch he's he's the best at all of them so i don't get to go in and go he's going to use six so i'll use three and as soon as i do that he just goes boop i'm using four now <laughs> like four so dooku was form two he was makashi and which specifically developed uh for sweeping moves and strikes and they could defend themselves without uh breaking a sweat while preventing being disarmed mm -hmm. so that's essentially right there uh it's elegant and effective that that's dooku right there it's, it's all of them have like the major form but i know that like dooku yoda like a bunch of them like mastered all seven fo six forms or whatever and that's what made them even better yeah dooku fighting anyone that isn't going to put up a fight like that he's not worried about. He's going to lean on his form two. Yeah, but if he's going to battle someone who form two doesn't work against, that's really good at the opposite form, he could use the better form in that scenario. You know what I mean? And that's what made them le legit. Here's an interesting one. I know we're, we're rambling, we're going off, but this is really cool. But uh, Vipad is actually uh, practiced by Quill and Voss. Oh, Right, that's cool. Yeah, because it, it, it brings a little bit of dark side in, so it's not, like, overly taut. Had no clue. Did not know that's that. Cool. That's cool. That fits well with his character, though. Yeah, my favorite Jedi. So, even though there's not much on him, but whatever. Well, that's the best uh, kind of thing. At least your favorite Jedi is still alive, technically, somewhere. Yeah, that's right. He's been alive the whole time. He was... He was... I can't tell you how many years I was like, they're going to write a book that Plukun survived that crash. Oh, good God. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, but he's yeah, probably yeah. dead. Yeah. No, they said he is. <clears throat> uh, just like Mace Windu didn't die from his fall. He's yeah. he has a better chance. He wasn't in a ship that blew up. And that's a good point. Yeah, he he could have survived. I mean, we've seen falls. Then, yep. Yeah. So, you know, Palpatine, just like we talked about earlier this week. But anyways, all right. Uh, all right. So I think that wraps up this episode. Uh, so confirmed lightsaber duels. You know, we pretty much had kind of the same, same top three, except you had Different the Kylo Ren, Ren, but yeah, uh, Kylo Ren, uh, Ray battle. Um, but yeah, so, um, 
Thank you all for uh, joining us. Uh, as always, subscribe to our podcast streaming services and YouTube channel. We're on Twitch, YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google. You know, we're all over the place uh, in terms of podcasts and everything and video. Um, and like I said, next week, uh, we'll be hopping on the Evan Hawk podcast and also make sure to check out the Holonet lives. Uh, I do them on a daily basis, just with star Wars news, what's going on, uh, within, you know, the, the galaxy, I'll say. So, um, other than that, catch you later, Pawans. Later. <laughs>